Hello everyone, it's 2024 and it is Weekender time for the first time this year. A big year, if data from Star Trek is to be believed. We have a jam-packed show for you, but in fitting keeping with both Star Trek and Dungeonalia, we have a prize. From Gale Force 9, we have one of their tenfold dungeon daedalus stations for one lucky subscriber on our YouTube channel. If you want to be in with a chance to win, then you need to pop a comment below. And if you can do the social media thing as well, that's nice. It doesn't cost you anything. Go ahead, ding the dong, spread it around. Otherwise, sit back and relax, because your weekend starts here. Happy New Year! We're back! Who would have thunk it? Big, big yeah. year for Ireland. Big year. <laughs> all, my well, Star- all my Star Trek fans know what's going on. Uh, and if oh. you're not, I suggest you go back and rewatch all of Star Trek to find out what I'm talking about. Uh, but we are here to see what's going to be happening. Uh, see whether or not data was right. It'll be I, mean, I, I, I do have one question for this year. Where's my hoverboard? Marty McFly lied to me. He lied to you a few years ago, though. Yeah. Is it not twenty twenty four that he travelled forward to, or am I wrong? No, it's it's it was always fifteen years off, ah, or thirty or thirty five years off. Yeah, thirty five years off. From this point, should have got round to doing it though. Surely. Oh yeah, yeah. Thing, so. <laughs> but they had hoverboards, weren't those terrible wheeled things that would sit in your house and oh. set your house on fire? Uh, <laughs> well, no, because you also had like the electromagnetic ones where you had to be in like a steel skate park. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. So yeah, too much hassle. Too much hassle. The future, <laughs> not all it's cracked up to be, huh? No. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, don't worry. We're not going to be doing anything particularly futuristic or clever this year. It's been more <laughs> the same. You know, let's go. You've keep got that this status quo. You've got this far, then you're going to keep on trucking with us. Um, speaking of keeping on trucking, we are into the second month of Dungeonalia. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. so. Um, Obviously, December, probably not a great month to launch things when people have got other stuff going on. We did it anyway. <laughs> can't stop us. Uh, we have, however, two months left on the Dungeon Ilia front where you can Ilia all your dungeons. Um, yes. <laughs> there is a whole host of uh, prizes and categories available. And don't worry, you don't have to pick what category you're entering. We'll just work that out ourselves when we come uh, to the Except the for the youngling. Well, yeah, that one does need to be tagged. Yeah, mark um, your younglings. Mark the otter pups as they come. Eyes to the front. <laughs> mark your targets. Like sheep with a scan of a can of spray paint. Just yes, yeah. like that. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> go ahead, fill your boots, do whatever dungeony type adventures you want to. Fantasy, sci-fi, cyberpunk, World War Two. You could do some sort of great escape. French fighting. Yeah. Tre- well, trench uh, well, trench fighting for World War One. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking great escape, uh, like zero two hundred hours or yeah. or uh, San Desire. That would be good. Um, you know, you could go a little bit Band of Brothers. Drop them into a random like village where they have to go into the Undercrofts. Yeah. yeah. There's absolutely no restrictions on what genre or how you choose to present it in whatever mm-hmm. scale. Uh, you just do your do. And then at the end of Dungeonalia, we'll have a look through and pick out ones that we think best uh, attribute themselves to mm. 
heroes, masters, architects and constructs, whatever else it happens to be in there. Um, yeah, there are a lot of prizes. <laughs> there are a lot, a lot of prizes. Uh, you can already see some people. Apparently, I'm Necrothral, which I didn't realize I was him, <laughs> um, which is interesting. In, in it's a, a younger, respect. better looking Jerry. Yeah. What's going on here? Uh, well, you know, had to happen. Worlds collide and all that. Uh, but yeah, you can get in there, do the do, uh, and see what other people are up to. You can just check the project system under the dungeon alia tag um yeah. and then go in there and see what people are up to obviously with a lot of dungeony type things appearing there's a lot to be talking about so yes i would recommend that if you are building a project you do mm. a nice little cover photo because it makes it lovely when i go through and yes I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> uh, catch the eye yeah i like this if, oh, well. if you want to catch jerry's attention put a squirrel on top yeah. Well, just leave it Leave it as private if you want to catch my attention, because I'll go and have a look. Um, but if you don't do that, if you decide uh, to go in there, I mean, I know Castle Fear is Silver Bayonet, but other people may not. So they may not go and have a nosy at your stuff. But there's uh, there's plenty to be plenty to be having a look at. Ooh, somebody's doing a salute dungeon arena. That'll be interesting. Ooh, we'll see that salute, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Right. You would hope. Yeah. Uh, so enough of dungeon alia. Mm -hmm. uh, there is also full spectrum dominance uh yeah. the second wave is still ripping away quite merrily mm -hmm. um, and we had jack with us uh last year uh -huh. talking about it it's um, weird to it, say last year again yeah yeah it is don't worry <laughs> we'll we'll keep writing 2023 on the top of checks and stuff for a long time to come <laughs> oh that 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 three divorce gribble wiggle that mm, people yes. are gonna have to do now uh but it is one of the um, my mini factory campaigns so it's not like a kickstarter or game found where you wait until the end of the campaign and yeah, get your all, toys all done so yeah, yeah. uh you the, as soon as you back it you get access to all and sundry in there so that's always good if you want to pick up yourself some six mil sci-fi madness uh, there'll be uh, a, a link down below <clears throat> in the description to the uh the interview that we had with Jack about this mm. last year as well. So you can go and check out that weekend clip, um, see what you think of it, and uh, yeah, dive in and have some fun. I we mean, talk about when we do this on camera, I'm going to, union, uh, just saying it now. Oh, yeah, they're, they're great. <laughs> they're very nice. Well, I love I've, the conglomerate stuff, though. Oh, I've got round up by handing across files to John and going, John, print these out and paint them <laughs> so that we can play some games. Uh, so I have no idea what John's done. Um, he, he has done John-like things. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's been having a lot of fun. Uh, I know. I I know. I sent a picture of it to Jack, and Jack went, "What scenario are you playing?" So I think he's. I think he's planning on writing a scenario specifically for us based on whatever so. madness John has put together. Oh, and John, oh yeah. And, and John did it based on. I like these. So I'm <laughs> Is that the little uh, the little epic skill guys? Yep. Yeah. 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 The little teeny tiny six mil stuff. Think of them as like battle tech adjacent for yourself, then Che, which is so, always good. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> I know how paint the Show the thingy things, the stuffy oh, stuff. Shiny, shiny. Oh, <laughs> not just your arm, Shay. Not just your arm. No. Which is very shiny, though. To be fair, so that's good. And there's the, the other factions up there as well, but I'll keep them there. Sweet. Right. Well, that's what's coming up in our future. Um, but right now, we have to get on to the most important part of the show. The only reason I bother doing this. <laughs> True, it is. The highlight here. of Jerry's week. Yeah. 
I don't care about anything else after this bit. And <laughs> it's the first part of the year as well. So it's the yeah, I mean, this is a gem. This is an yeah. absolute gem. Uh, number I, one slot must be the best. I like to think so. And it's our indie of the week. And this week it's Clearco Miniatures. Ooh. Now, mm, Clearco now, is not a, a wholesaler of random cleaning goods. No. no. It, <laughs> are, do they just do clear bases and nothing else? No. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. oh. I want to be able to see my squares. Clearco <laughs> is Clearco is is like a proper proper indie. I know we all, we do a lot of proper indies because it is my want in life. Um, Clearco is a, a one man operation with Huang. Juan Aclera. Aclera? Ooh, okay. Aclera? I don't know. Christina? I can't speak Spanish. So <laughs> um, that's probably not going to go down well. But he is a one man operation. And I will okay. preface this with uh, he currently is not resident in his home country. So mm. when you order stuff from him, email him. He will then tell you the next window when he's going to be right. casting and shipping stuff out. Uh, so, and I know some people go, oh, I want this stuff immediately. And if they put an order in, then they're on the internet whining that they haven't got it 24 hours later because people yeah. are terrible like that. Um, <laughs> this, if you like the models, you're be prepared to wait for them. Mm. However, they're worth waiting for is what I'm going to say. Uh, nice. I'll also throw in there, he does say that Badger Games in the US stock them. Currently, they don't because okay. he's not able to keep them fulfilled because of the way he's having to work. So yeah. with those caveats in there, people may have heard me mention I'm after Plains Wars Indians last year, and yes. I was going, mm -hmm. I can't find nice ones. Mm -hmm. Jerry went hunting. Jesus, Juan does some beautiful, beautiful Plains Wars <laughs> Indians. These... Um, Jerry was, sent up the indie signal. I, 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 I put up a smoke <laughs> signal, and they all came back to me, which was just absolutely delightful. So these are crew warriors. These are these are work in progress. So he works off a, a blog spot, um, so you can see what he's working on, and then he has a separate page on the catalog, which we right. listed below, um, where you can actually see what's in available already. Um, but these are crew mounted warriors, and they are absolutely beautiful. I mean, for people looking to do Legends of the Old West, Plains Wars, like I am, or Dead Man's Hand, Fistful of Lead, Fistful of Lead, looking forward to playing that soon. Um, these are just absolutely stonking yeah. Native Americans, part of the, the 500 nation sort of tribes. Now, how many tribes does he do? Just the Crow or others? No, no. Currently, there's, um, I think there's three. There's Pawnee, Crow and somebody else um but then there's also generic plains indians so okay fair. the yeah. warrior societies the chieftain the the more unusual types um are there and then there's just generic warriors if you need just mm -hmm. generic warriors um and as you That's can see yeah. for a for a man who's sort of doing his own do on his todd um there's some beautiful stuff in here I love the attention to detail. It's, yeah, the Cheyenne look really good. Yeah, the 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 whole thing started off, I think, via the medium of Lead Adventure years ago. Okay, if, if I go to the actual product catalog bit, so there's there's his low maintenance warning. <laughs> email him. His email is up here with orders and questions, and then you can pay via PayPal, which is great because PayPal protects you 
um, when you're ordering stuff. Everybody knows that. So, like I say, you've you've got plenty of plenty of um, protection in the in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to do. Uh, do I want to go? No, I won't. I'll, we'll get there. We'll get there in the end. <laughs> he, he did some stuff for some people and cast them in resin himself okay. way back in like 2013. Um, and then subsequent to that, uh, he put a call out for somebody who could cast his stuff in metal for him. Uh, and then this is the result. Um, so as you can see here, we have some of the crew warriors, uh, which come with a variety of weapons, including, you know, muskets or rifles or hand weapons uh, and bows. And because the... Um, the figures themselves have got this really nice attention to detail to them. There's some absolute gems in here, especially when we hit the, the Pawnee or one of my favorite, just from a static point of view. Yeah. But the, any of the Plains Indians are, are really nice. I, I do love the idea that he's going into enough detail to actually be able to subdivide the tribes instead of just doing plain generic Native American. Which yeah. Some yeah. companies do do and do very well and that's fine. <laughs> But getting Excuse that me. extra level of like detail into it, I mm. like. And you get to see um, some really terrific work, like the uh, the crew leader here uh, with the the headdress and the very feathered shield, mm -hmm. um, and it has all those layers of sort of fine beadwork and uh, embroidery on the the animal skins and the like that you would see in films and um, TV shows of my youth. Mm -hmm which is really nice to see. It's a good way of showing the respect for the... The, 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 the various nation tribes, yeah. Nations, yeah, the yeah. tribes, yeah. These are the pony. I mean, right right off the bat, that, uh, which is like a gunstock club, that pony had war clubs. Remember that bit in Last of the Mohicans where you had the guy who was like half red, half black? Yeah, the, yeah. The Mohawk? Very similar aesthetic to the right. to that, mm -hmm. as far as the even though the pony are sort of Central America, mm -hmm. uh, Central North America, not Central Central America, <laughs> which is uh, oh, Jesus. Re yeah. Rename your rename your Stupid America. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so these have a, a very distinct look, and I think um, I think in the remake of the Magnificent Seven, there might be the. There's a, well, actually, there's yeah. a Native American on both yeah. sides. There's one joins the Magnificent Seven, and then there's he's hunting the the evil killer who'd done up his family, and I think he was Pawnee. Anyway, but yeah, the the really intricate these these gunstock weapons. I mean, if you get those, you can do a lot of additional bits and pieces with them because they were just wooden clubs, and then they had additional sort of metal spikes added to them. But they did really intricate pierce work and stuff on them, where they were like carve out holes and sections wow. and stuff and do so you could you could go to town on the both the painting and the uh and the actual display of it itself i think i remember seeing one of those on forest and fire so modern smith had so. to make those well right, two yeah. modern smiths had to make those yeah and then they bashed them into stuff to see if they would break yeah <laughs> good time in a can yeah so as you oh, can man, see that reminds me of deadliest warrior what a good show no yeah. god that's yeah. a callback <laughs> was that the one where they had the ira against the Taliban, something yeah, I like think that. Actually, yeah, yeah I think yes, like that. it is. Oh, God. Right. Okay, <laughs> they were like, let's see whether a knight could be the samurai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is them. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so the the pony, as you see there, there's a couple of 
um, standard warrior packs. There's elite warrior packs, uh, and then there's, oh, there's more of the detail on one of those yeah. um, weapons as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can tell the the better grade, and depending on the system you're playing, it may or may not be something that actually comes into play. But just having yeah. the the alternative versions in there, and then like I say, you can do your own version as well. That massive feathered headdress for the war chief nice. is just stunning. And this this is the sort of model and detail that i was looking for that i just wasn't finding with some of the other companies who are doing planes indians well there's just a little bit too generic in that respect where they <sighs> I, I wouldn't it, yeah 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 they, they weren't going into the the level of detail that right that uh, juan has um so it wasn't it wasn't so cut and dried as to these are i see i mean yeah. i mean you, you do get some like apaches and the like that are a bit more nailed on from other companies but this is just terrific um these oh, are like some that. wolf scouts these are sort of generic type uh and for somebody who used to play ratkins in necromunda <laughs> when it when it used to be a good game um the, these are really amusing to me again um, uh so the the idea that you can just have your generic wolf scouts i don't know how prevalent they were uh, within the native community but they look awesome they do <laughs> yeah. look absolutely awesome um then we have just the the generic planes wars type as well so these could sort of fill the ranks for any of the tribes and then right you just go a bit uh a bit nuts with it yourself play around with the painting in order to match them to whichever exactly add, add war painter like if you need to or yeah um if if required i suppose because obviously not always always needed there um also the weaponry is interesting because there's a, a nice mix of um modern and by modern i mean for the period um revolvers repeaters rifles that's sort of traditional thing. and acquired alongside the traditional yeah <laughs> to, and which means which means <laughs> it means you've got that you could do the the various periods some of these would work for earlier periods of warfare so not just the wild west slash old west type of thing but you could have right, push yeah. them back into the the 1700s um and maybe do some of the stuff like um blunt and plunder and stuff like and flint and feather and yeah, yeah uh, you know uh, have it have it going that way i really like just now, that. is it is it just native american stuff or is there more to the range mostly native american okay. uh, which is why i'm here there is a few other bits like i say he he didn't start with native american way back but we'll hit those towards the end okay. um there is there's is this as well which caught me unawares uh Genial yes he is wearing yeah. yeah really and then, and then i went I, and had I, we, I am confuzzled yeah i went how do we look and uh chain meal has been found in some wow uh, native american sites oh. because obviously it's been in it's been in country since 1400s 1500s yeah. when yeah, Lee the, Vikings. Mm. no uh, the spanish conquistas um came in um and so obviously some of it got taken and then was handed down yeah um i'm, I'm sort of the metal working isn't there but they, they would just take care of what they had mm -hmm. uh, laid their hands on so I think there's a, a Kansas Historical Society has some chainmail that they reckon come from Spanish horse That's armor really in cool. like the, the yeah, 15th yeah. century. Um, so yeah, so like I say, caught me completely unawares. I'm going, oh, that's different, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but I appreciate it. Uh, some of the Cheyenne. Uh, I really like the dynamic poses toward the models as well. Like they're all in proper fighting poses. 
for Be- the most beautiful part. for doing skirmish games, raids, yes. that sort of thing. You've got yeah. your small bands of of uh, warriors um, clashing against each other. I'm sure the likes of um, Primal, the uh, the New Zealand based mm. tribal or tribal, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a better fit. Actually, having clashes of um, the, the the actual tribes themselves ignore European settlers altogether. They can write off, uh, <laughs> and instead instead focus on the 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 clashes that would happen between various tribes yeah. on the edges of the their sort of ancestral lands. That could be interesting, and yeah. just have Native American against Native American. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oh. Cheyenne War Chief there is just cracking. Very good. It's got, and it's, it's it's what I want to see, mm-hmm. and I know this is really weird, um, because there are other companies who've gone like here's here's a war band of Apache, here's a war band yeah. of Plains Indians, uh, and then you look at them and you go and yeah, but they they look, uh, where's just this want that little extra something? Yeah, in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just yeah, want I just want, down into each tribe. I want more beads, more feathers, <laughs> more I think, more detail on the animal skins and on the clothing, and you know. Just more. I just want more. I think something that's, I mean, seems like a small thing, probably a big thing as well at the same time. I like that the facial details hmm. are appropriate as well. It's not just like generic. <sighs> generic head. dolly. Yeah. It actually looks like a Native American, a First Nations individual uh, on the on, on the model, which I think hmm. is kind of important because it's one of those things where you look at it and you're like, oh, that just looks like a random dude <laughs> yeah. Yeah. dressed up in a, a, you know, like a 60s, 70s movie or something, whereas this actually looks like the peoples that you're trying to represent on the table, which, well, is, which I think is good. Another thing is nice is he does the weapon packs. So right. if you want to pick a period, if you don't want to have the 1800s, you don't want to have all modern weapons, you want to do that. Um, yeah. Early clashes of Native Americans against European settlers or enter nice in tribal warfare then you can pick up so you just go right well here's a gun he doesn't anymore he now has a club or a bow whatever it happens to be um you can see some of his uh lances so the, what uh, was with the late... wiggly spears that we saw with some of them is that just is that a ceremonial thing maybe or is that like... How, uh, well we might see some of the wiggly spears in a minute yeah. but but these are sort of um like warrior lances right like okay. like, like almost like a sort of um a, a knight's heraldry type of thing you know uh-huh. so a, a mm. warrior would have their own specific lance then for so challenges or uh, that type of thing um i'm not sure where i'm gonna have a quick look and see if i can see wiggly lances oh for the for the for the cheyenne yeah, yeah. I wondered I, if it was just sort of like a ceremonial thing. I, I think it may be more of more of the the same as far as the the sort of right. tribal Ooh. heraldry. Goes. They're not native. No, um, like I say, there, there are a few others. Um, so there's a set of Neanderthals. Yeah, nice. handy if people want to play um, primal, savage core as well. Savage core as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a bit different. Some additional cast spears and clubs including a big thigh bone yeah you two can batter people to within an inch of their life (laughs) and the uh the original stuff was zombies zombies um so zombies and a few survivors as well 
which is which is where Juan's initial sort of sculpts came from. He, he originally did them for somebody specifically, and then they were cast in resin for them, and then Very cool. sort of mm-hmm. it developed from that point. Female survivors. Okay. It's uh, very good if you're delving into that game that's coming back this year from Mantic mm-hmm. called The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if you make your own survivors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I am severely tempted to buy in this time because it's it's one that I feel I missed out on and I don't want to miss out again. Same thing, same thing here. Yeah, I like this one. This one, my favorite, simply because of these three. So it's like a canopic jar. Canopic jar, yeah. But then there's also that. That's a little fertility idol. Fertility idol from Germany. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not sure what the one on the end is. It has a bit of an Easter Island look to it, but it has a full body, so probably not. Definitely, definitely <laughs> something I know they had that full bodies, but, some kind of yeah. strange curse on somebody. <laughs> uh, I mean, when the world ends, go to your favourite knick-knack shop and get your bits. <laughs> yeah. And you two can get in there, punching people up. I very think nice. that's the end of us. Very cool. But very, yeah. Very cool. Um, very good. A terrific range of stuff. Um, Juan's on the Facebook as well. Um, so you can keep an eye on what he's doing there or just, just have a nosy around his blog. You can see what a, he's, a he's been working indie. on. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. I'm, I'm very curious to see the new year, new Jerry with these painted. <laughs> yeah. And just as soon as the U-boat's done, uh, I'll be straight <laughs> in there. Like a whippet, like a rat up a drain pipe. Good. I'll be, bam, good. done. <laughs> I've, I mean, I've got to contact him and see when the next shipping day is, to be fair. It could yeah, be soon. It might be a few months off. Yeah, you know, but uh, but there's plenty of time. It's not like I've got nothing left to paint. Um, but yeah, uh, if you're interested in checking out some Plains Wars Indians, the 500 Nations, have a look at Clear Co. You'll be very impressed. Mm. Right, let's have some news. Coming to you from the center of Northwestern Europe, covering board games, war games, card games, and all that shit you love. It's the motherfucking news. <laughs> All right, it's time for some news. First news of the new year. New year, new news. New news even in the word new. So this must be something exciting and new that we haven't seen before. How new is it, Ben? It's very, very old. <laughs> oh, 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 that old is new again. You exactly. ruined it. Yeah, so... um the first wave and pretty much everything else from the first sort of set of launch items has been revealed for Warhammer the Old World. Um, this was a mm. fairly big surprise because I think a lot of people were thinking this might be coming sort of February time. Uh, mm. It looks like it's going to all be sort of arriving towards the end of January with pre-orders coming up this weekend. Mm. This weekend. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, We now. hope tomorrow. <laughs> At <laughs> yeah. store.tabletop.com. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so yes, this is uh, all going to be sort of kicking off with two new army boxes, two box sets that will contain the launch armies. For oh, the Kislev against Cathay, can't we? Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they were. Everyone's what they were tightening three yeah. years ago. Showing <laughs> concept sketches. Never. Oh, Jerry, you feel so bad. Dry on dead. Yeah. Oh, they look, are at yeah. Jerry, Dusty, look at them. That's oh, where my cough has come from. All the dust. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Too much tomb dust. Um, <laughs> well, no, because it, it's just all shelf dust. Yeah. Um, so, yes, this is two box sets for the Kingdom of Britannia and the uh, Tomb Kings of Kemri. Um, on the Britannian side, you're going to get yourself uh, a whole host of old models and new ones at the same time. So, you get the uh, sort of the knight on the back of the royal pegasus you can see it at the front there and then a whole host of the older models so you get your men at arms you get your archers 
you get your uh, Knights of the Realm in their Lance formation, which still exists, and then your Knights on the back of their Pegasus as well. So a pretty nice little box set there. On the other side of things as well, for the Tomb Kings, uh, you get the new uh, sort of Lich Priest on the back of that Nekaharan Dragon, alongside the Tomb King that can be used as an alternative uh, leader model if you wanted to. Obviously, you can just have him on foot, as you can see there. You then get all of your skeleton warriors um, with their spears. Uh, that's going to be a reference no one will get, but never mind. <laughs> oh, no, I loved it. You, you, you good girl. Uh, the archers at the back, as you can see, two units, two hefty units of cavalry, uh, some with bows, some with spears. And then you get your uh, chariots at the back on the right-hand side, as you can see there as well. Um, both of these starter sets, well, starter sets, I say, come with, actual definitively pointed armies they are 1250 odd points uh, and they come with the rules for you to play the game and you also get the big rule book in that set as well so they're a great starting point if maybe you and a friend want to pick up a box each and start playing some games you can have a box uh full of models uh with some new and old that must be incredibly expensive i reckon mm. so <laughs> because i took my tomb king book down uh -huh. and pointed the rest up and even with full commands, the chariots, the archers, and everything else in there. Also, those are 16-man units, not 20-man like the front, exactly, which is really yeah, weird. Yeah. Yeah, um, really it, came out to like, <laughs> it came out to like eight, 900 points, mm -hmm. which means then you're absolutely chocking 700 points worth of character at the front there. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and even so if are we, are even we if back to a, Hero Hammer? Well, they've, they've never It'll gone work. away. Um, but even if he's a, a full-on uh, Tim King, uh, then he's like 170 on foot, yeah. which means he must be about 500 points by himself. Big boy dragon. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, but is, will he do expensive. 500 points of work? Uh, well, I'll I hope so. It all works out, I guess. Because but... a dragon was roughly 2 210 uh, in the old list. Uh, not that they had a bone dragon, but they had equivalents. Anyway, yeah. That's no oh, yeah. It's It's just the miniatures for that one, though. There's nothing um army list wise they don't give you like starter lists or anything with it um well the content of the box are listed as the two armies and then you get the core rule book in there right i don't okay. know or not they're going to put in like a sheet or something to be like mm. here are the rules for playing your army or if they expect <coughs> to buy the other books that are coming out okay. alongside I, these I'd, um, I'd heard there was something booky in it but i couldn't i couldn't find what it was yeah, so it's okay. the it's the core rule book that you get inside that um, it, it is interesting that they've actually pointed up the armies to be roughly even. I I would yeah. be very surprised if they wouldn't give you the list that are roughly even because the miniatures are pointed to be roughly even. Yeah, so the the second set of feature images they showed for this mm. that kind of came out this week showed off the contents and you get like a sheet that's in there, like a reference sheet. I would assume maybe there'll be some oh, sort of yeah, reference material that, on the back there. Perhaps. I hope that, we'll see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway, uh, in addition to the two big box sets, the thing that I th imagine most people are going to be picking up, especially if you were a fan of the Warhammer Fantasy Battles back in the day, um, whichever edition you wanted, um, there's going to be the rule book that's going to be dropping. So this is a big tome, as you can see there, big blue looking lovely, um, filled with everything you need. It's going to have all of your core rules in there alongside all the advanced rules, although I always thought that was really weird because everyone just used all the rules anyway <laughs> were you not going to use special rules and magic in your games i don't know but yeah uh everything's going to be slotted into that book for you to pick up uh alongside lots of galleries and everything else there as well um mm. and special rules and everything uh including rules for army building and scenarios and everything else you could want inside of a core rule book from games workshop no yes. i'm gonna throw a bit of science at you here go girl uh -oh. so the doppler effect things that are very slow moving or blue and then when it red shifts 
it's like compressed and fast. <laughs> so in the past, everything was red and they've decided to go with blue because oh, they've, no. just, they've just hit the brakes on the old world and slowed everything down and extended it. Well, and I watched the battle report for this uh, that came on to Warhammer Plus this week. Oh, did and it? it actually seems very similar to like 7th, 8th, but with a few extra things thrown in there that are very historical wargamery. Um, so the way that units retreat and all that kind of thing, we talked about that on previous shows and stuff, mm. but um, it does seem like fun, especially for someone who played like 7th, 8th myself. Um, but uh, but yeah, we'll have to see how it goes when more people get their hands on it, because obviously the Games Workshop version of this is sped up and cut down to an hour. <laughs> did they, on that note then, did they do many unit reforms? Because I've they seen did. a lot of people talking about the fact that unit reforms obviously was a thing of Warhammer. You'd use it sparingly. Um, unless it was something like skirmishers, but the yeah. fact that you get extra maneuvering out of being in column rather than in um, sort of phalanx, so to speak. <clears throat> they didn't uh, necessarily do any of that stuff. Yeah. They did do um, the reforming after combats and things. So you pass a leadership check, you get to turn in whichever direction oh, right, you want, right, kind no, of thing. No, no, so no, they didn't necessarily show any of that stuff off in the movement phase. Go, there was some uh, like skirmishing with some of the skeleton archers on horseback, but that was kind of like glossed uh, over in terms of, oh, we just moved them. Kind of yeah. Thing, so, yeah. Weirdly, because that's the part that I think will slow the game down the most. Yeah, is the the reforming of the line, reforming, <laughs> reforming into like a three by five to get extra pace, and then forming yeah. back into five by three to get extra ranks for combat and blah blah blah. And yeah. a lot of people going, well, that's that's going to slow things, and that'd be the part I'd be most interested in seeing how it it comes in gameplay wise. Yeah. So whenever this drops, people are going to be looking at it going, is this similar to the formula for my old crack cocaine or is it the new crack cocaine? <laughs> this one's blue. <laughs> uh, in addition You're to goddamn rulebook, right. <laughs> yeah, in addition to the rule book, there's also a couple of additional books that are going to be coming out. So these are in, in almost the same way as what they've done for the Horus Heresy. This yeah. looks to be where they're taking things for the old world now. So instead of there being, well, we'll get on to this. Instead of there being individual army books for specific factions, there's now just two books. Because obviously the launch factions aren't everything. Mm. There's the Dwarven Mountainholds, Empire of Man, Kingdom of Ripetonia, Wood Elves, High Elves, Orcs and Goblins, Warriors of Chaos, Beastmen, Brayherds, and the Tomb Kings of Kemri. They're split between good and evil, forces yes. of fantasy and ravening hordes in these two books as you see here. Mm. These will have all of the rules for the factions I've just mentioned, and in effect, you don't need any other books to play these factions if you don't want to. You can have the main rulebook, whichever one of the books you want, and then you can just start playing games, especially if you've already got old armies sitting mm. in boxes and everything like that. However, the bonus that they've added in, because mm. obviously they want to sell more books, is that you can now get what's called arcane journals. So arcane journals act as additional information for both of your factions. These look to be soft cover, as you can see there, rather than mm. hard cover, which is nice. Um, and these give you additional special rules, history, law, magical items, special characters. So, so more like the army scenarios. books. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like an army book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if, if you're you really specializing into in, this faction, here you go. Here, here's your little <laughs> supplement. Yeah, pretty much. It's like if a codex you, supplement. So yeah, you've got your main book, and then you've got your separate arcane journal, which will go into more detail about your faction, give you additional things, as well as like themed armies. Um, so they talked about the fact that you can build armies in particular ways to get certain benefits or to fit within the law that they're working on at the moment for the game and, and this sort of period of history within the Warhammer world. So 
for example, so, the Kingdom of Britonia can have Britonian exiles and errantry mm. crusades, and the Tomb Kings can have the Nekaharan uh, royal host or things like the Mortuary Cult and things. So you can sort of change things and twist uh, the way that you build your army based mm. on these books. So, yeah. Interesting. Mm, yes. I um, would think that's the way to go. Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. One and done. Mm-hmm. No need to mess around, and you don't have to worry about power creep in army books. Which See, I do wonder with it being forces of good and forces of evil, can you do a, a combo wombo depending on, you know, we're evil so we can all fight together? Uh, I would imagine there will probably be some alliance rules in there. I, I, I don't know how in-depth they're going to be, um, but we should, well, we should if, see. If, they're, suppose, if yeah. they're working off pre- prior uh, editions, 25%, up to 25% can be allied. Sounds about, sounds about the kind so, of thing they do, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so... That was very much what was in, included in that kind of first burst of information. Mm. Um, what we'll do is we'll move to the next link, the next sort of larger link, uh, mm-hmm. Jerry, because this yes. kind of covers everything else that was covered. So this was when we actually got the announcement of the dates and everything. So um, as I said, tomorrow is going to be the big pre-orders. Uh, you'll be able to get all the stuff that we previously looked at in terms of like those box sets uh, and the books and things from your your friendly local gaming store like us <laughs> mm-hmm. um but and also a, a couple of the different plastic kits <laughs> but the majority of everything else is going to come through direct only and games workshop stuff so this was kind of them setting out their stall for everything else that's going to be coming out to support the bretonians and the tomb kings as these first launch factions in the game um so when you dive into the old world and you pick up your armies obviously you get those army sets as we said but then you can take them that next step and you can pick up all this stuff now as you can see, yes, these are the classic old school metal and plastic models that you will mm. know and love. Um or Not hate. Them. <laughs> I've never liked the fact they had the shields upside down. It is weird. I, I was gonna ask, but I didn't want to sound stupid. Yeah. Well. Um so, yes. the, the figures themselves, really nice. Yeah, yeah, I got quite a few of those actually. Yeah. But yeah. I, the fact that they held them upside down because they were peasants who'd stolen the shields of the dead off the battlefield or something ridiculous. It's like yeah. great, but Surely they must have seen how the shields were held by the fellow who was dead, you know, or even the live fellows who they haven't looted yet. Anyway. Um, But yes, everything that was old is new again. (laughs) So all of the old, so this is going to be in the classic way, a combo wombo plastic metal kit. Mm -hmm. The riders will be metal. The horses will be plastic. And each of these new sets will come with the new base sizes. It should be stressed. If yes. you're going to just be playing casual games, you do not need to rebase anything. <laughs> sure. I, and I wouldn't. I. What's the point? If you're going to be playing with your mates or whatever in down the pub or down the club, you don't yep. need to do the rebasing. It will be minimal in terms of the way that things affect the game and everything. If you're really worried about it, just put them into larger regiment trays. That's the easiest way to do it. Anyway. Or glue so, a base yeah. to your current base. Yeah. Ooh. Um, the other thing <laughs> that uh, is interesting about this is that they've said, and this was something that popped up in some sort of chatter online with some of the people who were with the design, who were part of the design of this. Anything that came out that was previously a fine cast only miniature <laughs> as part of the like eighth edition is now going to be made in metal. So if you were like, oh my god, I really like that model that came out, but it was a fine cast model, blur. Don't worry, mm. they're going to cast that in metal now. I own good. one fine cast metal. <laughs> or model rather i bought uh krell lord of the undead mm-hmm. it was the it was one of the first fine cast uh 
released. I love that model. It was a gorgeous model. Yeah. I hated it so much. I've never managed to get the axe straight. It never got yeah. painted. Never even got primer on it. If they release that metal, I'll be in like Flynn. <laughs> to get know, that yeah. to get that krell. Yeah. Um because quite frankly, Failcast yeah, was utter, yeah, utter garbage. Oh, no, um, I remember it when is. it first came out and people were like finding random hairs in the packaging. Yeah. Oh, I don't care about hairs. Yeah, so, hairs, pubes, whatever, go nuts. <laughs> I just want a model that actually looks like a model Jerry when I put on it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, everything that was plastic before is coming out in plastic again. Anything that was fine cast will now be metal. And then there will be metal and plastic combo kits based on the old Ooh. setup things. Mm. I remember so, that kit. So yeah, the big Necro Sphinx and everything is going to be coming out and all that kind of good stuff, which is nice to see. The other thing, and you will have seen it when we look through the Bretonians, and you'll see it as we look through some of the... Central. So, for example, sorry, yes, that Lich Priest was a fine cast-only model. That's now going to be cast in metal. There you go. Perfect. So, yeah. Workshop have finally accepted that fine cast was garbage. Yes, pretty much. Um, as Sorry, going back to what I was saying as well. So, you will have seen it with the Bretonians, and you'll see it with the Tomb Kings here as well. <laughs> There's all of the stuff that was available originally from games workshop that's all going to be coming out but then there will also be as you can see here with that tomb king mm. um the forge world resin releases as well um although obviously they're not called forge world anymore <laughs> it's just know. expert kits so there we go because they've oh, just combined okay. everything together um so these expert kits resin forge world resin is going to be available from the games workshop web store as well so you'll be able to pick these up and add them in into your force obviously they're going to be forge world so they'll probably be a little bit more expensive uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering how badly they're going to gouge us. Yeah, we'll see. You but, that, um, but Forge World is the budget wing of GW these days. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I'm, I'm just saying GW in general for this, I'm wondering how bad it's going to get. Uh, prices well, those from, are interesting. from the looks of it aren't actually that bad. Yeah, um, nice. But yeah, uh, yeah so that's the, one of the team forms <laughs> that they've done, which is one of the new Forge World uh, models they've they've been working on. It's very different from the original it is. Swarm, yes. which was which was about the height of a base again, so maybe yes. three mil on top of a base. So it was just um, a mound of scarabs. <laughs> it was just a mound of scarabs, yeah. yeah. So a, little, a little puddle. Yeah. So, unfortunately, um, we don't have uh, Omar Jilly. Is that it? The, the yes. Iranian? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, we don't have him. He should be in there. Screaming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in addition to that, there's also a couple of extra things they've been talking about. So there's going to be your classic stuff. So... Get a better get card sets and dice, which will sell out basically immediately. Mm, um, yeah, don't even bother kids. Yeah, uh, I, I, it's all just go out. straight go straight to eBay and just pay fifty yeah, quid for them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's going to be two um, sets available for the Bretonians and the Tomb Kings. There's already been um, leaks online of yeah. the Dwarven uh, Mountain Holds one, so they're going to be doing them for the other factions mm. as well. You can also buy this sort of core set, which again I would imagine is going to sell out quite quickly, which comes with um, sort of non-specific dice as you can see there alongside mm. cards for magic and magic items um although i would imagine a lot of people would just be happy flicking into the book really or just using references that they've doodled on a4 paper or something um but yeah they're there if you want to pick those up when it comes to um the sort of overall thing and the overall launch for warhammer the old world it mm. should be launching properly on the 20th of january i would assume that's mm. going to be great there's going to be an event at Warhammer World and all that kind of stuff. So I'd imagine that'll be the time when everyone's going to get all of their orders uh, delivered to them. Um, they have said that a lot of the stuff that you see here is going to be stuff that will be there for a while. So fingers crossed they will actually deal with this pre-order period nicely and it'll everyone will be able to get what they want. If you are not one of the factions covered in those books that we looked at earlier, the PDF army list for the other factions, so things like Skaven, um, Lizardmen, Vampire Counts, 
they're all going to be available as PDFs at the launch of the game. So if you're somebody who has an old army, like my friend has the Ogre Kingdoms, you're just going to be able to get that list for free. And if you're a friend like me who's already bought the rulebook, perfect, you're fine. You don't have to spend any money. <laughs> so- <laughs> that. If, if you have the best yeah. army in uh, Warhammer, um, you are shit out of luck. <laughs> uh, because they're not giving you rules for Dogs of War. No, no Dogs of War just yet. No Dogs of War. Uh, uh, but yeah, um, that's pretty much it. Was a, a fairly interesting set of releases, mm. I think. Um, mm. As I say, I've watched the battle report, thought it looked like it ran pretty well. Um, the proof will be in the pudding when I actually get to the tabletop and actually start playing some games with my old dwarves, but we shall see. Um, I'll be eager to see where they go with future box sets for the different factions as well um, as we move through. But um, but yeah, there we go. The old world, it's new again, and it's coming sooner than you thought. Everything old is new again. Huh? Mm, yes. ah, mm. Dry on dead, though. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, Jerry's going to have an aneurysm if they do much more. No, that's all right. I'll just move on with my life. Yeah. Currently, there's a, there's a lot of Dogs of War pikemen being ranked up for Kings of War. It's fine. Leagues of Road Ray will do the, do the Lord's own work since I can't feel them anywhere else. All right. Uh, mm. Off to the Pacific. Yes. Yeah. For some specific Flames of War things. Yeah. So, uh, Battlefront uh, and Gale Force 9 dropped their sort of coverage of what's coming out in 2024 across their various games and i thought we should focus in on some tank based awesomeness and also a little bit of island hopping at the same mm. time uh, for now um so the big thing that they announced for flames of war uh is that they're going to be moving over to the pacific uh for this year uh, there's going to be a new book as you can see there uh covering 1942-1943 and uh this will be uh, a great opportunity for you to dive in and start picking up new stuff for both the japanese <laughs> and the us so if you're going to be running either of those two armies, that will have all the information for you there. Uh, so all updated and, and sort of fitting for the for the for this edition. There's also going to be two, a couple of army deals. So there's two. So there's the Japanese army deal, as you can see there. And then they've also done one for the, uh, the US too. So if you're looking to play as them, you've got your sort of core forces ready and ready to go. And what's obviously quite nice about the whole sort of island hopping thing, lots of infantry. Oh, John is somewhere going, uh-huh. yay. <laughs> so they don't have enough room for tanks exactly yes <laughs> you put somebody in a tank and then tiny... drive forward you've crossed the island <laughs> <laughs> yeah um the other thing that was quite fun about this as well though uh, is that they said they're also going to be covering the british far eastern forces as well so mm. if you're looking to play as the brits and their allies chin bits um, drink yeah, <laughs> uh, you're going to be able to pick up these as well this is going to be another one of the army sets they're working on at the same time so uh, if you're not somebody who wants to play as the Japanese or the US you have mm. some options there uh, on that front which I think is quite nice you do one um, gate with eating his onions <laughs> I'll, not t- I'll not talk about anything else he does just go and check out Mel's drain tuner if you want to find out what Winget wanted uh, another fun thing um for regular flames of war over mm. in uh normandy and stuff yeah is that they're going to be doing four army deals as well which contain um sort of new and older models put together into um box sets for you to pick up all of these to commemorate uh d-day and the mm. anniversary of d-day which i think is 80 years 80 year. years this year yeah yeah Bloody hell. um so there's going to be four army deals for you to pick up there's uh, two for the Germans, and then there is uh, one for the Brits and one for the Americans as well. Yeah. Um, so this whichever is... beach you want to assault or forward action you want to do are off the beaches, 
there are going to be four little sets for you to choose from on that. Yeah. Quite nice. That's my standard Flames of War German Army is Panzerlehr. There you go. Um, yeah. So that was the tank demonstration company. This was this was going to be the standard for the Germans. Right. Uh, <laughs> after 1944, this was how the yeah. military was going to be organized. Um, so they had all of the equipment. They had all of the Panzer Shreks. I'll give you that. Uh, so whereas normally we get like maybe one as yeah. an add-on to an infantry platoon, they could take like two with their right. command section and then one with each of their, their standard um, units as well within yeah. it. So they have all the Panzerschrecks. Everybody's mounted in half track. Uh, and then they were also on a couple like of beaches that warfare. were, yeah. Uh, and then they were on uh, beaches that were um, supported by the SS as well, which I think, um, maybe where they're aiming for with some of the other kits that are coming as well. Oh, the yeah. grills, grill, my favourite. Yeah, so you've got the Panzerlehr and then the Panzer Jesus, Division there. That's a lot of artillery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Skaboom-boom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's nice interesting to see. Yeah. And then the 2nd Armoured and 7th Armoured, I believe, as well. So, yeah. God, you've got interest. enough Germans to shake a stick at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't care about them. Look at them. Great. <laughs> Sucky. Yeah. Absolutely sucky. Yeah. That's interesting though, British and oh. Americans though. Yeah. You two can roll mixed forward in there. with your Cromwells and priests. They're a nice plastic kit these days as well. Mm, so, very nice. Talking of cute. plastic, mm. um, another sort of fun thing that they threw into the mix for Team Yankee this time, so the Cold mm. War gone hot, uh, is that they're going to be working on plastic infantry um, for both the Soviets oh. and the Americans. Oh. So they have gone back she and is happy. Yeah, oh, paint your finally. confederacy first. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I will cut you. <laughs> so, if you're looking at, well, apparently they've gone back and forth in terms of the design for these and making sure that they can pack enough onto the sprues and make it viable and everything. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, plastic infantry for Team Yankee is going to be moving <laughs> away. Uh, you're going to get your Soviet infantry, as you can see there. There's a couple mm. of different flavors in terms of sprues. So that'll all be nice to see how that comes together. <coughs> the other big thing as well is that get a little bit of a little sneaky preview of the renders for the Americans as well. So they're going to be working on them, which would be quite nice. Uh, so you've got lots of different things coming up uh, on the Team Yankee front. They did also say, which I think was quite cool, um, watch this space. Uh, when it comes to more plastics, because if they've done a good job on these and they do well and people pick them up, I would imagine we're going to be seeing a lot more of the other bits and pieces from different ranges for Flames of War and everything else getting upgraded with plastic kits in the future as well. So yes, nice. I'll, I'll I will, tell you I will say, yep. seeing, plastic, or seeing RPGs these days makes me mildly nervous. <laughs> right. We After the high-speed ballistics incident. High speed ballistics. I'll not, not worry about that. Yeah, they they were filming in high speed and but he exploded in slow motion. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, really happy he's okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know him, so I don't care either way. The most interesting thing for me, though, is they're coming. Out, they're coming from Archon. Oh, um, interesting. Now the biggest problem Battlefront have had for some time is consistency of um availability yeah supply uh, chains because it it's been coming via china malaysia southeast asia for a long time um so no archon do really nice plastics these days and yep. their availability is spot on um so the fact that they've gone to them 
uh, is a it's really great. nice, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mm. hopefully this will help to help to to stymie the I, I want but I can't get, um, <laughs> which I know we, we've run into that a few times where people have been building yeah. building forces. There was a great project where somebody was desperate to do uh, IDF and couldn't get their hands on the um, infantry mm. uh, for love nor money because they they were having to be manufactured somewhere in Asia and then shipped to New Zealand and from there span out to the rest of the world. So, yeah. Only so if, it, if it's rolling good. in from Poland now, that's that's a good sign yeah. that we'll maybe see some major expansions this coming year. Yeah. yeah. I hadn't yeah. realised that they'd uh, bodied up with them. So yes, mm-hmm. fancy smancy. Yeah. I'd like uh, to. So in addition to all of that awesome Flames of War and Team Yankee news, there was mm. also a big announcement for Battlefront and Gale Force 9 when it comes to a new game. Uh, so the game is going to be landing in April 2024, and if you're a fan of tanks, which I know a lot of us are, <laughs> this one will be quite fun. So this is called Clash of Steel. It's a 15 mil tank game that is set uh, in a period of what ifness. Mm-hmm. So World War II has ended early, but then it starts up again oh. four years later. As it, as that's, why we, that's why we can't have new things. Yeah. It flared up again like a like a rash. Uh, so it ended in 1944 and restarted in 1948. Mm. It obviously means they can play around with lots of fun, interesting things when it comes to tank designs. There's going to be a full-on tank-based style battle game on the tabletop. There's going to be two sets at the launch uh, around Operation Unthinkable because obviously the unthinkable has happened. Uh, one of the sets will be Americans versus Soviets. I already know which side. Che has picked, mm. <laughs> and uh, the second set will be British versus Germans. That uh, will allow you to play around with uh, more stuff as well on that front. Everything that you need to play will be contained within the box sets. Oh, You'll get your mouse. How many do you get in the set? Uh, I think it's like just one. Just one mouse. Oh, um, need one. One mouse. You will you get uh, play mats. You will get all of your cards. Everything else. It's based on the core rules of Flames of War, but obviously with a few tweaks in here and there. One of the things they did stress is that obviously some tanks are better than others. Mm-hmm. Nothing is made equal in the armored world, um, and they have tried to make it so that the game is flexible for all different factions, depending on which one you want to play as. Uh, and so there's this really nice stuff in there in terms of the way that uh, objectives are done. They're kind of done on a turn-by-turn basis, so things will change. And there's lots of randomness in there as well, so you have to think on the fly and things. So it'll be fun to see how this works, according to what they've been talking about. Um, it's very quick, fun, and easy to play. Uh, might be quite nice for those people who want to play around with more tanks. Don't want to necessarily mess around with having to have big full battlefield made up um, for regular games of Flames of War and that kind of stuff. So yeah, uh, this one's going to be coming out in April. Um, and uh, it's going to be expanding throughout the year as well with additional sets uh, and sort of add-on packs and everything as well. So, yeah, if you're interested in more tank action, you're pretty much covered with both Clash Steel and World of Tanks. So depending on which kind of rules and mechanics you like, you can you can go where you like. Just going to say it now, don't let me and John play this one against each other after after the last time we were on camera with Phil Yates. And it was meant to be a speedy game, and it was us just dancing and shooting at each other for a half hour. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. Two to one advantage on the uh, Soviet front, there, Shay. That's not enough, is it? No, no, it's not. Not against not, all not that against American that. armor. No. Oh yeah. There's two of them, Jerry. There's one at yeah. the back. There, there's two tourists and two. I'm pretty sure there's super Persians. <laughs> yeah, they are super Persians. Well, I mean, the yeah. Americans only get six. So can't count your seven then. 
clearly, clearly, a lot of those are just <laughs> targets, and everything mm. else is for you to maneuver around to get shots at the rear. That's the that's the oh, thing. it's it's a beautiful dream. Um, <laughs> They're probably they, very speedy shape. They, these things will be doing donuts, and while you're trying yeah. to shoot them, they'll just be leathering the hell out of you. Yeah, yeah. pop one, pop two, <laughs> pop three. Be interesting yeah. to see then. So uh, a, a stripped down tank version of um, Flames of War then. Yeah, with some mm. fun new mechanics and everything that's yeah. in there as well. Should be fun. Fancy smancy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I see where that's going. Right. Mm-hmm. We have a final bit of news. We do, yes. Uh, all about the dystopianness, which yeah, isn't so, just what uh, 2023 was. Now, are we on the, the land, the air, or the sea, or all three? Uh, sticking to the sea for now, but with a little bit of land thrown in for good measure. In the future. A little bit of sand. A little bit of sand. Sprinkled on for a little bit of beach time. Uh, so yes, if you want to be beach body ready with your armor for uh, January 2024, which would be a terrible time to go to the beach, <laughs> especially yeah. in the UK. Uh, but yes, actually, yeah, it does depend where you are in the world. Uh, there's a whole host of new options coming up uh, for pre-order for this month, uh, alongside a whole bunch of other bits and pieces as well. So starting with Dystopian Wars, we've got a couple of new things. There's the new Ganges Battle Fleet set, which I know a lot of people have been very excited for. Um, comes with a new resin and plastic kit, as you can see there. Plenty of guns, lots of nice options. There's even a few fun little bits and pieces in there in terms of little tokens and everything as well, which I think is quite nice. Um, but a good way for people to start taking things in different directions. Um, mm. The Ganges Battle Cruiser itself is a pretty immense piece of kit. Uh, you also get those little platforms as well, so you can uh, create some defensive um, positions on the board. which is always They look like they should lock into some of the, the rigging stuff that we saw last year. Yeah, very cool. Uh, the second of the sets uh, is one for those people who maybe picked up beyond uh, picked up Fortune and Glory. Uh, if you want to take your next steps, there's a new set called Beyond Fortune and Glory, which sort of takes things on a step and sort of expands your armies in different ways. Uh, this comes with a couple of the uh, John Henry Vitruvian Colossus, as you can see there, or Colossi. You also get the Akron uh, Sentry Rotors, the Cheyenne Hunter Submarines, the Farpoint Sentry Platforms, and then a few more bits and pieces in terms of terrain, as you can see there, and then the Iskander Cruisers too. So lots of fun little options uh, for you to play around with that uh, on that front for both the Union and the Sultanate, which is always good to see. Have some fun there. The Leroy James. You also get your rule books and dice and everything in there too. So if you're one of those people who maybe split the box with a friend mm. uh, initially, uh, and sort of they got the rule book and all the other bits and pieces. This will give you all the additional gubbins you need to sort of take things on and, and level and have your own set of stuff, which is always good to see. Very fancy. Uh, my oh, favorite wow. of the releases are these. So these are the Order Colossus. Um, they are wild. Um, I, I have always liked the Colossus and the auto- Automata that um, the folks at War Cradle do um, for Dystopian Wars. And I think these are like on another level. Uh, you can make these as the Chaska Vitruvian Colossus or the Quaylor class, as you can see there. Mm. Um, and yes, that one of them does wail as it lands <laughs> next to your ship and bursts the eardrums of all your crew and Good. destroys your boat. <laughs> well, um, they knew the risks. There's a very awesome clockwork golem design to them, which I think is really good to see. And it sort of sets them apart from some of the other Colossus that we've seen for the other factions, as you would have seen in the image above, actually. Um, And there's almost like a kind of a dishonored vibe to them, which I think is really cool. Uh, If you've ever played that game with that kind of steampunk aesthetic uh, and stuff, Mm. these are are really nice. (laughs) I've never even heard of it. But um, I do like the look of these. Who do these belong to then? 
because they so have the, the the order was a faction from the old game that was like a secret yes. society quite religious mm. so it's interesting to see them finally start to make a bit more of a a move onto the table a bit show a bit more presence do they but, uh, do they belong to a specific nation then or are they completely uh, I separate can't remember actually well the I, the faction of the order is like spread around the entire world from the old okay. lore i don't know if it's still current but they were basically within every society, sort of like machinations from the shadows kind of thing going on. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't uh, necessarily remember where it, if they spent they mentioned anything specific in the uh, flavor text for these. But uh, if I find out, I will let you know in the comments. But, uh, Ooh, do, okay. uh, there was also there was also uh, a new airship as well. Um, so this is one for the Imperium. This is a Maximilian aerial linebreaker, um, and as per the. Uh, the sort of lore and the text behind these, I think it was quite funny. They were saying, ah, yes. So a lot of the time they'll see these airships floating towards them and all the ship crews will be like, ah, that's fine. It's just a big balloon. I'll pop that. Uh, this thing is heavily armed and armored and will blow everything out of the water with those Seeing big shield generators. You can see. So yes. <laughs> and uh, shield generators and the, the bombard cannons as well, as you can see there, for blowing your ships to smithereens. Uh, so it should be nice if you're sort of taken to the air. Shoots into um, the backflip. Yeah, so we've done a little bit of sea, we've done a bit, mm. a little bit of air, uh, but talking of the land, uh, the previously previewed dystopian industrial set, which we saw towards mm. the tail end of last year, um, is available for you to pick up uh, this month from War Cradle uh, Scenics. This is a heavily modular kit, as we discussed in the past, comes with loads of different bits and pieces in plastic for you to build. Various buildings, you could build a couple of very big ones. You could build lots of smaller um, buildings if you like. You can make them as industrial as you want. You could turn them into factories. You could have them as um, residential units if you wanted to instead. There's all the little plug-and-play little bits on there that you can see to make them to add sort of modular elements. So you could have cranes. You could have guns on those. You could look at some of the stuff from the platform sets and bring them into the yeah. fold as well, which I think is quite nice. So whichever way you wanted to take these, I think they're pretty good for um building fun terrain um they should work for anything kind of six to 15 mil more or less if yep. you wanted to use those on the tabletop so even if you're not going to be playing dystopian wars with these very good for the likes of legions imperialis or drop zone commander and maybe even a little full bit of spectrum dominance. full spectrum dominance yeah. as well. would you run these battle tech maybe shay yeah yeah they were Baltech. so yeah good stuff Put there some uh, anti-aircraft uh, on top of the roofs exactly yeah you pretend um, to be moscow <laughs> and obviously, this has all been designed to work uh, around Armed Clash, which is going to be releasing later this year from War Cradle. So uh, if you're looking for that, uh, to set up some tabletops ahead of that ground-based game, then uh, maybe pick some of these up and start building your tabletops uh, sooner rather than later. I think it's a tape measure. Yes. <laughs> I like that. That's really nice. I yeah. do like this. Mm. Yeah. I like They've building some really of these. Nice yeah. yeah, and I can't I remember, remember how that. annoying the tiny engine pods were. I can't remember the um, bank of. Uh, oh no, that was definitely batteries. on there. Was it? Yeah, definitely that was on there. And then your rocket racks on the Back. underside can also be swapped out for uh, fighter launchers. Mm. There you go. Your SRS tokens. I must be Lots growing of old. Ways to go. Well, I am growing old. <laughs> Clearly, my mind's gone because I can't remember those at all. But anyway. <laughs> That's a, that's a funky bit of stuff. I'm sure John will be interested in that. I know he's currently trying to work on the biggest Imperium force the world has ever seen. <laughs> for reasons best known to himself. He's got some yeah. targets to shoot at. 
people should come no, look the, at the upcoming three colors ups to see what he's he going to be shooting he at. He got handed a leaflet. I think there's something in the the ideology that just calls to him. <laughs> Could be that. Could be that. There you go. Dystopian wars. A whole bunch of fun coming from business, Daddy. Mm-hmm. God bless him. I'm not making you pay me. So may keep paying me. Right. Uh, We shall have a quick swish. And when we come back, we'll round out the show with some Kickstarters. Did you win one of our prizes? Find out on our prize claim centre over at ontabletop.com. Here we list all our previous prizes and those who have won. If you see your username, fill out the form to claim your prize. All prizes must be claimed within 30 days. All right, we're back. We've a couple of Kickstarters to see us into the first weekend of 2024. Yay. Something Yay. to put all your Christmas money into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And we're kicking off with something very old worldy worldy. Yes, very much so. Um, yeah. These, these, both these Kickstarters, a lot of people will be very happy to hear are physical. They're physical rewards. You will actually Jerry. get not numbers. Go. Jerry's doing his <laughs> happy dance. So, yes, Let the- me hear your body talk. The first one of these is from Avatars of War and their physical forge. They have been working with a company to produce a range of new CO cast, but call as they call them CO hard or oh. uh, miniatures uh, wow. using their tabletops. And this is the Orc Warriors Regiment. Um, anyone who's seen the stuff from Avatars of War in the past from mm. Felix uh, will know that they do amazingly detailed um, plastic models um, and also they do really nice 3D sculpts and everything else in between. This is to get the tooling and everything and the production together to build this modular set of Orc Warriors for you to use when building the core of any Orcs and Goblins force on the tabletop. And since Felix has done work for Games Workshop in the past mm. and has been working with, on Avatars War for a really long time, you'll notice that a lot of the stuff that he does is very in tune with the old world aesthetic, so it'll work very, very well with all those new armies that you're going to be building on the tabletop. The modular set comes with loads of different bits and pieces in terms of bodies, uh, legs, hands, heads, everything else in between, including weapons. You'll be able to build uh, units with hand weapons and shields, with spears and shields, or you can have them with two hand weapons if you prefer and you want to go ham on the attacks. Um, All of these can be mixed and matched as you see fit, and you can build them uh, as part of a couple of different options. So you can either go with a unit of eight, a unit of 16, 24, or 32, so you can build up larger forces if you want to. As I say, it's all done with this new CO hard material that they've been working with and also this, uh, this other company where you'll be able to uh, sort of get really nice models on the tabletop uh, in, in a quicker fashion, as it were, uh, as opposed to uh, previous stuff. And also, it's probably a little bit cheaper for them as well, I would imagine. I've got that model. <laughs> yeah. It's right. That's his uh, Metal Orc Warlord that he yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is how orcs should look. Scrap yes. iron armor, armor and weapons. I'm happy. Weapons that have taken a beating. Exactly, yes. Um, and as I say, just a pretty fun, cool set of models for you mm. to build the the sort of basics of your army you got your standard bearers you got your musicians you got your champions and then you've got all the other orcs that you can arm with whichever weapons you like for skirmish games for mass battle games and everything else in between um it all fits as i said with the aesthetic of the other stuff from avatars of war so if you'd like some of the other things they do like their heroes you can yeah. even pick some of them up as part of this campaign which is quite nice um, they do a really and- nice wizard 
They do, yeah. And lots of really nice stuff, as you can see there, that breaks down very uh, very well for people who want to do kit bashing with other stuff as well out there, which is all good. I always love uh, the variation. They, they cook into these because it, it looks properly like ramshackle and just varied. Mm -hmm. Yes. And as you can see there, they will also provide you with appropriate basing for your models. <laughs> Gary, look, a miniature's natural habitat, the square base. Yeah, you, you can have them on the correct base or you can have 30 by 30. <laughs> uh, stretch goals have added more options, as you can see there, uh, which is always nice to see. Fancy. And then the add-ons basically just include lots of hero mo models. So you've got the big bad orc warlord, which is really wow. cool. Uh, and you can get a 75 mil version, which is just great. <laughs> No, here version of Mark comes to the tabletop. Yeah. Do you remember when Games Workshop attempted to do Warcraft and failed uh, yes. with Warhammer Online? Yeah. They had an orc warlord who looked not dissimilar to that. Very it was just true. a slab of lead yeah. with a, a massive axe. Yeah. Oh my uh, Christ. Whoa. He project and a half. Mm. <laughs> that oh, looks like it would be hella fun to paint up. Yeah. You two will spin. Spin for me. Spin for the sheer joy of spinning. Oh, oh look at that spin. Oh, detail quality looks spot on yeah it's got wow. a racist elf skull on the back there as well which is really nice <laughs> just for good measure just to make sure that jerry does it's the best way this yeah yep. uh mm -hmm. but yeah you can pick up some of the other classic heroes as well from their range and other stuff as well which i think is quite nice so yeah very much sold on this battle standard bearer yeah, yeah. i love i love the negative space skull they've put into it <laughs> you too can have this as your bsb but only in this campaign there he is. Yeah, he's nice. Yeah, Where's yeah. I don't care, don't care, don't care. Where's the wizard? Is the wizard not in there? That's an outrage. Uh, he's so good. Uh, you have to go <laughs> to the right. actual web store and buy it. And, and Jerry's one. 2024 was ruined. Uh, not ruined for me. I've got one. I can't <laughs> see where it is, but it's a really it's a really nice orc shaman. I'm surprised that he's not available as a thing. Maybe they've just decided to go with specifically BD type characters for this. I don't uh, think I've ever sat on a show, Jerry, where there's 30, like an older miniature that you don't have. 30, 30 euro for what's that? A heroic set. Yeah. That's yes, is it? Yeah. So then it goes up depending on the number of them you get mm. added to the set. So, but yeah. As a yeah. sort of bespoke little set of models, I think it's pretty fun to sort 24, of drop in. 24 for 70 euro, you know. And 61 pounds. It's, uh, it's on the cusp there. If you like your orcs, mm. fill your boots, I suppose, is the way to go on that one. Yeah. Um, I will say, if you do like the look of that stuff, don't forget that Avatars of War do do plastic models as well. <laughs> regiment <laughs> sets. They, they do pop up every so often. You to play around I, with. I mean, the, the best set they ever did was the, the old dwarf set. It was just yeah. spot on, except for the big standard who could never stand. The dwarf seeker with the massively oversized battle, battle uh, yeah. standard bearer. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. But, uh, yeah, if you, cool. you want to see nice, they, they did um, their chaos version. They did. The yeah. Warriors of Pestilence and Warriors of Destruction. Mm. They did those in a form of pvc but before they did yeah. that they did them in pure resin the detail ah. on those were spectacular i have ah. so many of those of I course really you do of course you do i really hope oh. the old world coming back we'll see felix maybe look at bringing some of this stuff back so we can see those old mm. models come back for people to build their armies and things yeah. that can be really i fun. mean with it landing i fully expect to see massive amounts of alternate sculpts that are just going to be <laughs> so good with the way the sculptors are these days yeah yeah fancy oh, yeah. stuff Very right cool. Hokey dokey, there is 11 days left. They are funded. So right. if you fancy getting yourself some legendary Norks, 
then uh, you can jump in on that one. However, we've got some foes. <laughs> you can't I mean, have orcs and goblins without no. dwarves to fight them, of course. That's it. Ben's uh, girlfriend faction. And these are by Mom Minichuras, who are, well, they're amazing. They've done really good stuff in the past. I have some of their models already. Mm. I have their got not Gotrek and Felix, which are wonderful, mm. uh, alongside one of their Orc Warlords, funnily enough. I'm thinking about the last Kickstarter. Um, but this is their set that they've been teasing for the last little while. This is the Dwarven Rangers of Rillon, uh, and it is a set of resin models for you to build up a huge forest dwarf army that may or may not have a slight nudge, nudge <laughs> towards the, uh, the the gnomish, perhaps. Oh, my God. Why have we not got Lloyd on the show? Why have we, got, <laughs> why have we done a big-headed army without Lloyd? <laughs> exactly, yes. Um, How annoyed so, will he be when he discovers that a company is actually selling big-headed things? Big-headed gnomes. Yeah. He'll be in like Flynn. Yeah. So uh, this set, well, this Kickstarter is all focused around the idea of bringing these to life in physical fashion, in resin. Mm. You can either go for a smaller force, which is the one you see there, which comes with all of your sort of core infantry. You get your bowmen, you get your spearmen, uh, you, you get all your sort of basic standard warriors. You could easily slot these in, obviously, with regular dwarf armies that are out there in the world mm -hmm. but if you wanted to go down uh different when it comes to the aesthetic then this is obviously a really nice way to do that um as you go up in terms of start sets more things are added to the army Ooh. so you get more elite units you get like the hunters which are representative of slayers you get the chariot there which i think is really nice mm -hmm. moving up to the next one as well you've got things like big tree men that you could use as war golems if you're going to be building a dwarven army uh on the tabletop I know war golems were never something that was really shown off in uh, Warhammer, even in yeah. uh, even though they were mentioned in the books in the old uh, Time of Legend books. They did have dwarven golems, uh, but uh, that's, that's right. to fight the War of the Beard. No, not the War of the Beard. The War of Vengeance. That's the, the that's War the of Vengeance. And um, <laughs> you, you quite happily ramp them in there as Kings yeah. of War dwarves, and Easily. then at, at that point you just use them as um, stone elementals. Yeah, and the. Um, the uh, cavalry that you saw at the back there mm. in that little image, they could be used as your sort of Brock riders, I suppose, if you were going to be building yes. a, uh, a Kings of War army. Good, or uh, Oathmark as well. Or Oathmark as well, yeah, work. very true. Oh, they'd be very uh, good for Oathmark. But um, yeah, Mom, Mom and the Churras do really, really good stuff. Uh, their miniatures range is wonderful. Mm. If you are interested in buying individual models, maybe for games like Mordheim and stuff, their website is a treasure trove for that kind of thing. They do some stunning empire-adjacent models, mm. dwarves, orcs, chaos cultists, and everything else in between. They've recently been doing Patreon stuff, so you'll be able to pick up things in the digital realm as well if you if you like. Uh, but I think this is a really nice way for people to sort of maybe dive in and start themselves a new um, resin army of dwarves to uh, use in something like the Old World or perhaps something else, mm. as we were saying, like Kings of War or Oathmark. Absolutely. Really good. I imagine them slowing down ninth age as well. Oh yeah, quite happily, yeah, easily. Fox archers, why not? <laughs> Different. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense though. I like for it. Your first dwarves. Yeah. Interesting okay. stuff. Foxy, foxy, stooty, mm -hmm. stoot. Why are they not riding giant squirrels? Six country bubble bear. <laughs> so they'd be up a tree, and the dwarves all just fall out them on their heads. Oh, I like the the heavy calf as your bears. bears. So your light calf mm. foxes, heavy calf bears. Yeah. yeah. On you go. Your oak skins, skin, your sort of slayer types and stuff like all your iron warriors. And iron warriors, like yeah. yeah. Although I, I would paint the armor as timber. Yes, yeah. obviously. Yeah, you'd have to go down that route. There Shepherds we go. There, very nice. I love those kind of like big Shepherds. bumbly faces. 
Freaking yes, out. right, slap bag um, in the middle of the bodies. Yeah. I will say there's about a week left on this campaign. Fashion? It's not quite funded, mm-hmm. uh, but if it does get to the funding level and they start to unlock more stuff, you'll get things like the leader character and stuff there that they they'd previously shown off added Fashion. to your pledges, which I think is quite nice. So very cool. Get in there and help out Momin and Churras. Get them oh, to that. Uh, I like the Rangers with the uh, feathers in their hats. Yes, mm-hmm. it's like Edelweiss. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they're a bit uh, bit Alpine esque. Yeah, but every morning you greet me. Yeah, doing a bit of yodeling as well. As yeah. I go. Yeah. Very like cool, that. as you, you can imagine. You two can yeah. get a rock to the head from a tree man. I'll teach you. <laughs> Come in here, cutting stuff down. Oh. Filthy racist elves. I wish someone would convert that so it's just the dwarf that annoyed him. <laughs> I'm sure that's probably not far away. You want me to win up. an argument? Yeah. Right. There is seven days left for the dwarven rangers of really on. Throw your money at it. Get it funded. Go on. Go on, you good thing. Ben will be happy. Oh. I should point as well, you yes. don't have to just buy the starter sets. You no. can put in a sure. sort of custom pledge and you can mm-hmm. just get whatever you want. So it's great. definitely sounds like a thing that would happen. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. I think that's us done for the first one of 2024. Christ on a bike. Let's hope this improves over the next year. <laughs> right. We shall return on Sunday for our. LBS for the Cult of Games members over on tabletop.com. If you're not already a cultist, you can join us for a 30 day trial. Where is that? Uh, we'll just be wettering utter, utter garbage about people's projects and our own stuff as well. Uh, we're very, yeah. very laissez faire on the Sunday morning. I don't, I don't like too many strip strands or, or you know, actual things to, to deal with. So, uh, yeah, come and join us. It's very mellow. <laughs> Otherwise, you can come back next Friday where we'll have a better clue of what's going on and I may not be coughing like a dog. (laughs) Time will tell. Uh, Until then, have a great week of gaming. Bye-bye. Go ahead and check out our other content on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong. Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on.